Well, hello. It's just me and Gary here today. Hello. Um, hello, Gary. Thank you for joining me. We are going to play a game which is called There Is No Way Out of This Arena. A game about gladiatorial combat, brackets, for two players. Exactly. It was written by C. Leary, who goes by Corvid Call at Itch.io, which is where you can buy the game. We're going to put a link in the like show notes so that you can check it out. The description of the game is, There Is No Way Out of This Arena is a tabletop role-playing game by C. Leary about gladiatorial combat and the inevitability of death. It's lightweight, designed for two core players and an optional third, and is easy to adapt to any setting in which one party would march... I don't know how to say that word, Gary. Inexorably? Inexorably. Wow. I don't know what that means either. I'm a big fan of those um, lightweight games which talk about the inevitability of death. (laughs) It's very good. I love a lightweight (laughs) game with an inevitability of death. And long, big words. Love that. Uh, Would march inexorably... Inexorably. The, thank you. Inexorably. To, nope. Still, okay. Walk would march a lot towards their own doom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So we are going to play this game again by C. Leary. Uh, we are going to set it in the blood sands in Tembran. I don't think we necessarily have a specific time period that we're going to set this in. Except sometime between the quiet year and like when... Taro, Natalia, and Nerium are there. So sometime between the 150 years between those two points, probably towards the bit where you guys arrive in in Tembran, I think, where it's a bit more established. That's the feeling I get, but feel free to correct me on that. I correct you. It's slightly before then. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thanks, Gary. Instead of uh, 20 years, it's 19 years before. Okay, good to know. That's the opposite of what I meant, but go ahead. 21 years. There we go. So what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to read the full rules to you because that would just be us (laughs) reading out this person's (laughs) game on air and that's not what we want to do. Um, We are wanting people to support indie creators and to buy this game because it's really really good and we're going to have a great time playing it so i'm just going to read out like some of the important bits where basically one person plays the gladiator and one person plays the arena i'm going to take on the arena role we roll for some health and then each round we roll that d20 against the health to kind of whittle it down and you can either do it over like a series of battles or you could maybe do it in like one big battle it's really nice and open so you can kind of choose how you want to go with it and and gary and i are gonna go a certain way with it and uh and probably not what the creator intended but there we go that's fine it's out in the world exactly it's it's being used and it's being cherished and we are gonna we're gonna show it so by the way we are going to be swapping yes oh yes that's a very good point so i'm gonna start as the the gladiator and then once my first uh, hero oh nice uh, has been vanquished then we'll do a little swaparoo mm, give it a little go the other way around gary very <laughs> scarily went and got a certain volume which i'm now nervous <laughs> about so we're going to we're going to see how that goes i also got a very um, different thing i don't know if oh you can oh my gosh see. Yeah. i can oh exciting yeah. um there is also a mechanic for a third player but it's just me and gary tonight so we're not going to use that yeah, mechanic fuck that's the a others. fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they listen to this, that's going to be a lovely little present for them. I don't know. They might not listen to this, to be fair. I might. You might. If Is there anything else we need to, to say before we 
um, get into it. There's a really neat little bit of flavor text that I do want to read, but I think we should start maybe with you describing your character, Gary. Okay, uh, I'm gonna gonna start it on a bit of a safe ground. Uh, we'll have a, a big um, burly person mm-hmm. um, with with shield and sword. Okay, they've got they've got them shoulders. Okay, they've got them big shoulders, brawny brawny person, and they've got a bit of a swagger. And okay. they're out for that moolah. They're out for that oh. money. Oh, so this person is fighting for money. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I think they're uh, wanting to get onto the property market. And, okay. Um, okay, love it. Of Great. Their, of their skills, this seems like the best use in order to get the highest reward. Excellent. And do they have a name? Their name is... Crikey. Their name is Crikey. Yes, their name is Crikey. <laughs> Okay, I love I love them already. With I love two crikey. E's. <laughs> crikey. <laughs> crikey. That's a very good name. Okay. So, I think it is a boiling hot day. The tournament with a grand prize of just so many gems, because I have a total <laughs> grasp of the currency in this city I created. There is a wonderful grand prize of so many gems that will get get you a pretty nice house i think in like the barracks kind of area maybe on like heskin way by the fire road you know like a nice prime bit of property red hot real estate red hot real estate it's a hot day there's lots of potential hopefuls the crowds are buzzing it's a big big deal and it's going to be a really cool spectacle and this is the flavor text provided by the game which is really cool so i want to read it the arena hungers And here you are, brave gladiator, walking into its moor. With your weapons in hand and your wits about you, you know you'll succeed where so many others have failed. You'll make it out. You have to believe you'll make it out. Lightweight. It's wonderful. (laughs) And about death. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, it's really good flavor text. I read that and I was immediately like, well, I'm going to buy this game because that's awesome. Roll your health, Gary. Let's see how strong Crikey is. That's a 91. 91? Oh my God. Crikey's a strapping person. Yeah. Crikey's got that cons. Cool, blimey, Crikey. Crikey, Crikey. Crikey, Crikey. That's very good. Let me get these dice out this little jar. This is good audio. I love this audio, but we can't, I can't get the dice out of the jar. Do you know oh, what products avoid that? See, D and Dice <laughs> <laughs> have got fantastic dice holding devices. <laughs> or devices, <laughs> if you will. Gary, that's very good. And you can go on to dnddice.co.uk. <laughs> Yep.com.co.uk.co.uk. And enter the promo code Mortal Dice, all caps. You can get 5% off. You can. And what about the shipping, Gary? Do you remember anything about the shipping? I think the shipping is free and first class to all UK customers. Oh, that's correct. And international? Why don't you tell me? Gary, it's a flat rate. It's a flat rate? A flat rate, Gary. So you can get dice trays, dice cups, the dice goods and also just good dice i'm actually using dnd dice today and that's the jar that i was struggling with i couldn't get them out no of the don't D&D say dice that jar. no cut the mic cut the mic <laughs> it was only because i wanted to get one dice out not pull the whole thing out i failed anyway i poured them all out okay so crikey 
very good name. Crikey, you step out into the arena. It is your first round. You are against this tabaxi who, who looks kind of... She looks a little bit elderly almost, but there's this wiry strength to her limbs. And she is holding this huge scimitar and it gleams in the light, this wicked curve to the blade. And she looks at you and actually you recognize her and, and she is somebody who is also fighting probably for money. And you know that she owes a lot of people a lot of debts and uh, she's going to fight long and hard. That's how I like it. <laughs> Okay, now hey, listen, it's only me here, buddy. <laughs> uh, that's that's a whole whopping nine. So how do you defeat this challenge? Crikey, walks forward, gives a... It's just a very good name. <laughs> gives a nod. They square off and Crikey just rushes out of nowhere. Shield up, gets slammed in the side by this mm. scimitar, slices through, gets one cut, backs off. Looks at this tabaxi as if to say, back away now. You don't, you can't win this. But it's met by steely determination. Mm-hmm. Runs back forward again. Dodges the scimitar. Shield bash. Right to the chest. Sword down to the neck. Holds. Yield. She yields. And the crowd goes wild. You have won the first round. I stick my sword into the sand. Hand out. Help her up. She thanks you. She's got this kind of like low rasping voice because right now I'm still just a little bit ill. (laughs) And she goes, thank you for your mercy. I hope I don't have to fight you again. And she will walk back into the area where people wait to fight. (laughs) The waiting area. The pen. The pen. That's where she goes. You have defeated your first challenge. You're still going strong. Yeah. It was an easy fight. Okay, next round. As you step out into the arena, this time you see somebody who you know has been working their way up the gladiator ladder. So this is like a general tournament with a prize. But the gladiators, they train. They're here every day. It's it's a rite of passage as well as a career. And although this, this guy is like a young hopeful, this elven guy, although he's a young hopeful, he's pretty good. And you've, you've heard about him. Uh, his name is... Oh, God. Why do I do this to myself every time? His name is... Uh, his name is Koviak. He's named after the prince. He's not the prince, but his, he's named after the prince. Because there's a lot of people called John in our world, Gary. So, That's you true. know... That's true. There's there's a lot of Koviaks in Tembrin. Um This is Koviak, And he has his blonde hair tied back in this like tight braid and he is wielding these two short swords and not a lot of armor he's very quick on his feet and uh he is going to lunge forward oh with only a three gary you didn't do very good there with only a three i I was all set to make this a a long drawn out fight but with a three Mm -hmm. crikey steps out blows himself into a guard stance and Mm. just waits for this guy to approach. He approaches too fast, too furious, too eager. <laughs> As the first strike comes in, shield comes up right to the face, knocks him out. Okay, just straight out. It's yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, you hear the crowd. Ooh, and that's going to hurt not only his nose, but his career. Like, that's a hard one to come back from. Better luck next time. Ooh, he is stretched out and the fight goes on. There are some... Um, 
I think there are some parts where you're just kind of watching people fight because it's not just like you against everyone else. Yep. There are like other little pockets of fighting happening. Um, and so you watch a couple of people get knocked out and some people kind of like really taking like big hits early on, but still, still fighting on. And it gets to your third round. And so this one, as you walk out into the arena, this is a very large lizard person. Um, a little bit like the Findex tiefling, uh, so a tiefling, a little bit, a little bit like how we know Findex looks, but has this huge kind of frill of like spikes and very kind of beautiful iridescent scales. Um, and she is holding what weapon should she have? I think she's holding like a maul, like it's a big like nasty maul type thing. And as you look at it, like it's kind of dented in places and like she's been she's been in this fight before she knows what she's doing and she like stares you down her eyes like never leave yours as she gets ready for this fight with a natural 20 on that one do i recognize her i don't think you do actually i think that's kind of the weird thing is you you actually kind of don't and she's got a mole big mole yeah i cautiously approach shield sword ready and as I get near and I'm preparing to strike, too fast, she's on me, shield, comes up, bam, and it, it's, it's it's too strong, it's massive, I get driven back, fall down, roll back over, back up again, ready to fight. The crowd's kind of going, wah, yeah, wah, in response to this really good fight they're watching. I circle around, trying to get an advantage, but any time I seem to think I'm close, the mall comes down. I realize the only way in is to do something ridiculous charging <laughs> shield comes down but i duck under oh. and just drop completely stick the leg oh just on the side and then roll out of the way it's not elegant it's not mm. stylish but it gets me out there my arm throbbing from the pain of these repeated hits from the wall but her legs down but she she's still going oh. she's still there she's not yielding i ready myself to come back again another hit just about blocked by the shield nearly could have caved in my skull and then the next one i can tell she's losing strength it's a little bit weaker and this time pommel to the head to step in and knock her out she goes down and like it's a bloody fight the blood sands are a stained red sand but there is fresh blood now from her leg and that's going to be a hard wound to come back to, and, and you are battered Oof. and bruised from it. Oh, yeah. Luckily, you have a little time to recover in between fights, but was that your third or your fourth? A uh, fourth. Nope, third, third, third. You know that after a couple of fights against tournament, uh, people who signed up for the tournament, you know that there's a couple of fights with the uh, the, the fauna and flora of Tembrin to just throw in a bit of excitement. Okay, and... okay. It's a variety match. The variety, exactly, the variety match that just kind of staggers things for the audience. But you go back, you take your your couple of minutes to recover as the next battles move on. You get a bit of water. You get seen to by somebody who's, you know, there to help patch up people who are going through to the next rounds. But you don't have any open wounds. Nothing's bleeding. You're just like aching and so sore. But that money's coming to you. What are you going to use the money for? You're going to buy a property, but, but why are you buying... Is it for a family? Is it for further investment? Uh, I think it's. I think it's family. I think. Oh. I think Crikey is is a farmer. Mm-hmm. But farming is, it, it's hard work, and the rewards aren't always what 
they really should be for the sustenance of the people. Um, mm. And so Craigie could never afford to save up enough for a house just from farming alone. So that's why they've come to the, the Blood Sands to fight in the combat, to, to get that, um, that, that, that capital, amass that capital. <laughs> amass that capital. Does Craigie have a spouse or children or parents or what family are they fighting I for? Think, uh, yeah, I think it's parents. Um, okay, that's really they nice. They probably have a partner, but uh, it's mainly parents because th- their parents are getting uh, they're getting on, mm. and the the old house on the farm it's not it's not the most pleasant. Mm. I'd rather be in the city, and with all the um, the proximity to everything, so they don't have to go on yeah. a long walk to get anywhere. That kind of thing. That's fair. That's that's a good reason to fight. You step out again into the arena. This next person is another gladiator. You recognize them. Their name is Carmack, and they are a half-elven woman. I'm with, trying to think, what is Carmack? I, it's probably a brand. It's probably so. I, I think it's a chocolate bar, actually. I think I think it's a, um, no, that's <laughs> a League of Legends caster. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Carmack. It's just Carmack now. It doesn't matter. Their name is uh, her name is Carmack. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, let me just. <laughs> Can you stop googling all the NPC names? Judo esports pro gaming, running IEM for the last seven years. <laughs> Excellent. VP pro gaming at ESL. That's Carmack. Yeah. Okay, well, well, Carmack is here, and uh, <laughs> and Carmack, this this Tembran Carmack, and she has this big scar down her face, and and actually you know of her as a gladiator, and, and she's been doing pretty well. But you know that due to some family debts, she's fallen into like a little bit of a little bit of desperation. And so she's probably here to try and get that same prize with a little bit of an advantage. Ah, oh, damn. She rolls a 15. So she's she's a tough customer. You're making it hard to root for me. <laughs> That's got a tragic backstory. Um, okay, 15. Hey, I've just gone below half. Oh. What does she wield? Uh, big whip. Okay. Big whip and a spear. Big whip and a spear. Right. Yeah, big whip and a spear. I approach because I know I've got to. I don't have the the reach advantage. And mm. I can see Kamak's spear just tracing me as I try and move side to side. Yeah. The whip just slipping on the floor, waiting, waiting. I know I've got to pick my time and then just rush because there's no way I'll be able to do a sustained fight against the spear the reach is just going to get me as i'm trying to put my moment i breathe in and she sees that and the whip goes out fast gets around my sword arm i pull back we're both slightly off balance it's clumsy the spear comes towards me i deflect it with the shield but not enough and it Mm. slashes across my humongous shoulders (laughs) yep (laughs) i drop the shield grab onto the spear Ooh. And the sword as well, and we're both fighting over this spear, Ooh. rolling on the ground, and then bam, a headbutter, right in the face. Nice. Oh. T- twirl around the spear, and with the staff, just whack, and she's down. She is out cold, and again the crowd goes wild. Who are you, this newcomer to the arena, who is doing so well? This strong person with just good, huge shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> 
who's just kicking ass and taking names. Oh! Hell yes. Everybody is on their feet. There's this sense in the crowd that a lot of them are rooting for you. You're clearly becoming a bit of a favorite in, in the arena. But next, oh, no. it's the variety. <laughs> so you have your moments to recover. And when you are brought out again, there is a large cage that is covered in this kind of like tarpaulin, which would be some sort of oiled leather, I guess, not plastic. Um, <laughs> this this tarpaulin that's covering it. This cage is maybe like 10 foot by 15 foot. And you can hear this kind of low <laughs> noise from inside it. Something that doesn't sound reptilian, like it's maybe one of the really feral Levita Locas. And, and nothing that's quite troll-like. And you know that having a troll right now right here would be a very tough tournament maybe in the later variety rounds but (laughs) it doesn't sound like that at all and after a moment the crowd goes silent and there are two these two long ropes that pull back this tarpaulin you see inside this incredible creature that you have never seen before let me just google what it looks like real quick (laughs) nor have i and nor have I. It is this this almost like feline-like creature, but way bigger than any cat you've ever seen. It's the size of easily one of the Levita Locus with this strange, almost human face, these rows of teeth, these big clawed hands, and these two kind of like stumps where maybe wings would be, and this big tail oh, behind it with long spikes coming out of it as it at you and two more ropes pull back and the cage just collapses into pieces and this huge creature springs for you. With a 17, this is a manticore. I thought, yes! Okay. And I should know what it looks like because we just fought them in the game that you ran for us, but I forgot. I was just thinking, wait a second, wait a second. How do you like those spikes, Gary? How do you like those spikes? Well, there's one place those spikes ain't going. (laughs) My poor Bellardin. I'm just staring and the tail flicks around and a spike comes towards me, nicks my arm. I say, move away, but not quite in time. Then the shield comes up and more spikes come in. I can't wait. Just start moving forward, ducking, weaving, shield up all the time. I was just hearing thunk, thunk, and a a couple of them whisk past my legs as well, cutting them up. I'm I'm bleeding in multiple places now. Swords there, ready, ready, and then a big thwomp, and I get thrown to the side as um, as a limb crashes into me. Oh, then tail, bam, down. So I roll to the side, cut into the tail beast rears back in pain i get back to my feet again just in time to take another blow and then stab 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 it goes down screaming and roaring and when you get close to it you can see that it's definitely been worn out before this is a creature that should have just enormous strength but it's as as creatures are for the arena and tournaments quite often taken down so that there's a chance to fight against them because if this thing had and as you get close you can see the stumps that should have been wings if this thing could fly like it seems to want to if it could actually fight 
you'd be toast. But the crowd goes wild. They are on their feet. They are cheering for you. They are throwing down little tokens. You are getting a smattering of small gems, tokens of appreciation for fighters in the tournament who maybe aren't going to get right to the end, but an appreciation from the crowds from a good fight. And as you scoop these gems up, you certainly haven't made enough to buy a house, but right now you've got enough that it's been worth coming here at least. Okay. You go back, you take your rest, it's back to the people fighting. And as you step out again, you put your gems somewhere safe. They're all kept safe for you. It's, it's okay. part of legitimate earnings within the arena, so no one's gonna gonna touch them. Uh, Just don't you, touch my you, gems. Don't touch my gems. Um, and as, that was a weird voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't touch my gems. And as you <laughs> have to do an NPC with Would that one. Would you say I'm a gem hoarder? <laughs> now that's that's a joke you're not going to get. But any Star Trek no. Space Nine fans are going to really enjoy. Oh, well, I'm so happy for them. You come back out into the arena. This time you are fighting someone else that you've seen getting through. And he is kind of battered and, and torn. He's this human guy who's who's pretty swole. He's clearly like a veteran fighter. Um, you don't necessarily recognize him, but he seems somebody who maybe does this relatively regularly for the good pay. And it shows he's covered in scars. His ear is missing on one side. Um, and he's actually got this prosthetic limb. So one of his arms from the elbow down is this really like nice prosthetic limb that's kind of got this shield built into it as he kind of twirls this sword in his other hand. And he gives you a look like he raises his eyebrows. Like this look like, come on then, let's go. Oh, with another nat 20. Oh, he's... Oh, yeah, he's awesome. And the minute that he starts like coming at you, you realize he is a formidable foe. Okay, so we're both swords and shield people, right? Yeah. So we trade blows and it's just to and fro and it's a long fight. Like a lot of the other fights, they've been over in just a minute or so because fighting, is it really tires you out. But this oh, one yeah. is just minute after minute and literally four minutes in both exhausted just looking at each other it's a it's a battle of endurance rather than skill sword slams down on shield shield slams into sword and then finally his sword swings down and i don't even block i just step forward and stab him Ooh. in the in the chest i get hit myself and it cuts right into my stomach and I just stand there and I can look into his eyes and we're just staring each other down until finally I give a little twist of my sword and pull it out and he falls to the floor. Oh, the minute he does, again, the crowd is screaming, medics come rushing out. This is not meant to be necessarily a fight to the death, although that is not outlawed. But they come rushing over and, and these people are used to patching up awful wounds. And as he is kind of rolled onto a stretcher and taken away, he shoots you a look and a thumbs up, even <laughs> as he then goes, oh, and like clutches the deep wound in his belly. It's been a long fight. And as you watch the next ones come around, mm -hmm. you're getting pretty close to the end of the tournament. I'm not going to ask you how much HP uh -huh. you have because I don't, because we're not going to cheese this. And technically in this game, like you're not meant to win. The arena wins yeah. eventually. So we're going to, we're going to see how long you can hold out. Again, more gems have been tossed in, and when when more gems are put in, but there's two fighters, they're just split evenly, so you get another share right. of money. 
as is right. Um, so you get another equal share of money. And at this point, again, certainly not enough to buy a house, but definitely enough to maybe put a deposit down for one or to... Uh, get into that mortgage scene. Yeah, get into, get, get into the mortgages in Tevron. That's right. You're going to have to go to the Skeleton Council uh, to for file a your paperwork. <laughs> go to the gem lender. Um, <laughs> and uh, as you step out again, you are, I assume, absolutely haggard at mm-hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. It's your first time in the arena and it's rough. It's really tough. This next person is a halfling and they have a shorn head and like they are clutching this, um, is it called a triton? It's not a tripod, it's a- A trident? Trident, yep. A three-pronged spear wielded by Neptune, king of the sea. Yes, that's the one I want. Uh, With a net in one hand. So they've got a trident and a net and like they are covered in tattoos and just like all these like really cool designs and they shoot you a look that is merciless the old uh retiarius it's it's real cool it, it's completely ineffective but it's real cool and it's real cool and it's fantasy <laughs> and this halfling is gonna just come at you <laughs> whoa well he's also gonna attack well, you <laughs> hey hey yeah with a six though so uh how's them apples Ooh. okay so i kind of scoff like, what's this halfling with a fucking net gonna do? <laughs> Close in as I do, sun beating down, cuts all over my body, aching. Each movement hurts just a little bit, and I'm still exhausted from that last mm. fight, which was just a, a battle of attrition. Muscles aching. Trident comes in, block. Net comes round, goes round my foot. Halfling pulls on it, nothing happens. Because I'm fucking huge. <laughs> Halfling looks up in surprise. Bam! Shield to the face. Don't pick a fucking net next time. <laughs> they nod at you as like they go slowly unconscious. And again, crowd is loving it. They're so loving it. You get more gems at this point. You've Again, you're still probably in the deposit range, uh-huh. but you've done really well for yourself. And you know now, watching the next few fights, that there is one more variety round, and then there's the final. Okay. As you are brought back out into the arena, there's this awful tension. There's this, like, silence and fear in the air. And you can see, curled up in the corner of the arena, slowly making its way across the far edge, not seemingly having noticed you yet, is this huge snake. I mean, like, the size of, like, primordial anacondas, as we would know them. It is easily 30, 40 foot long. Why are you laughing at my primordial anaconda, Barry? What's funny about my primordial Primordial anaconda? the start of life so it's all about like yeah. single-celled organisms well okay slightly after that <laughs> when there were snakes and shit i don't know dinosaurs i don't know science or history gary okay i know they're very old though snakes okay. are old and they're scary it's a big scary snake it's an olden time snake. it's an olden time big scary snake man okay it's not man it's just a snake um, <laughs> it's a snake man but without the man 
Yes. Well, maybe there are men like that it's eaten. Mm-hmm. Like, so there are men on the inside, but on the outside, it's only a snake. Um, don't like that analogy now I've said it, but we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. It's easily 35 foot long. Its jaw looks like it can unhinge big enough to swallow you whole, swole as thou art. <laughs> That's got to be a line in a prayer. <laughs> It rolled a nat one! (laughs) No, my snake! (laughs) Oh, it hasn't noticed you yet, I guess. Okay. Okay. Nat one! I I take a look at this this snake, and I see that it hasn't noticed me. I sneak up behind it. Sorry, you sneak up? I. Uh, I slither up to it. Oh, okay. <laughs> the crowd is silent. No one's giving you away. Flick the sword round in my hand, keeping sure to move out of the way as its body ripples and moves. Mm. Raise it up above its head. And just before I do, I get knocked slightly from the side by the body. And then as soon as it senses I'm there, wheels round. Bite sinks right into my leg. I slam the sword down right through its head. Ooh! And then release it and fall back. The snake dead, but the the poison filling my leg. <gasps> and I know that's me done for the day. <gasps> I had Gary, one hit point. No, you're <laughs> kidding me. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my, it is, it is a story that goes down in the legend of the arena. You do not win the tournament. But I think with that, although you can never fight again, and I think you probably have to get your leg amputated because of the oh, poison fuck, in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that that because of the fame that you've gathered from your incredible fights, this first time arena who got to the semi-finals, who, who just absolutely killed that snake in one <laughs> blow and who lost their leg in the process, I think after a little while, you get that house. And you I know think what? You get that house. People look back at that day, and and a phrase emerges from it. Oh God! Okay. They say, whenever anything really like surprising happens, and whenever someone does something amazing, they just go, "Oof, crikey." <laughs> Gary, that's very good. Oh man, that was so fun. Eight rounds. That was really good. Eight rounds deep. Yeah, I mean, you rolled like so much hit points. You could have only rolled nine more hit points. And you got you got two nat twenties in there. I did. This is a good D and dice. Okay, <laughs> this is a good dice. <laughs> I did also get a nat one though. So we should I also point out that D and dice. are precision engineered and are fair. <laughs> That's very true. (laughs) (laughs) That was so cool. So now Crikey goes down in history as a saying. Gets their house with their parents. It's lovely. Can't farm anymore, which is a bit of a problem. But I'm sure (laughs) sure Crikey will will figure out something. Maybe Crikey writes a book. Yeah. Or becomes the first uh, Tembran Paralympian. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. There's probably some sort of like... Wheelchair basketball. um, 
Yeah, well, maybe not <laughs> basketball, but absolutely. I love that. Well, maybe... Who, Wheelchair fantasy basketball. Who am I to deny such a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful thing? You're right. There is wheelchair fantasy basketball. There is Paralympic-style basketball in Tembrin. Congratulations. And and Crikey is the best at it because Excellent. of the swole shoulders. Swole really. shoulders. Or yeah. Uh, Swolgers. <laughs> All righty. We're going to swap around now. Now, we don't have to stick to the Blood Sands. We could visit another arena. We have the arena in uh, an indefinite inheritance if we wanted. That's or we true. could stick to the Blood Sands. Oh, I'm actually kind of down for the indefinite. In- in- <clears throat> I, I did the same thing. I did a Yubi. <laughs> yes, you are. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, uh, I know. I love you. I know you do. And I love you too. We're in Green Fist. Mm. We're in the greenest of fists. <laughs> nope, let's, let's try that again. Oh, I'm going to keep that one. I like that one. <laughs> Are you ready? Oh, gosh. For the show of a lifetime. The greatest monsters. Tamed. Nope. <clears throat> Untamed. It's your pet cats and dogs. <laughs> Fight them. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest monsters, untamed from across the lands, the wild lands, the wilderness, here to fight champions for your pleasure. Are you ready? The crowd goes wild. Woo! They're so ready Woo! for this. Oh, very good. That's gonna that's gonna come out great. I can put in an applause track. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <I can laughs> film film. Um, okay. Right. So, who's this competitor? I am a centaur. Ooh. Yeah, because we said they existed in Alfalan, and we've never brought them up again ever. So, I am a centaur. My name is Cabra. I think like I'm I'm centaur, but my my kind of like quote unquote humanoid features are kind of elven in that like there's lots of like pointy nose pointy chin pointy ears um a little bit skyrim high elf i think like just a little bit skyrim high elf (laughs) i was Um, thinking more um i can't remember the actual character's name but i'm thinking uh is it is it lee pace's like love child with his uh elk yeah, Thranduil. Yeah, um, that's, that's very pretty. <laughs> I like that very much. But unfortunately, Cabra is is a little bit Skyrim high elf. Um, they are uh, they they're kind of wearing this armor that's made out of these um, iridescent plates that look like they've come from some Ooh. sort of giant insect or something like that. They're kind of like this pearly, pink, shimmering blue, almost like mother of pearl type color. Um, and they wield a longsword and a dagger in their offhand. And they are here to just slay some monsters. They are a, like, like a hunter-type okay. per- person. And I think that probably they've brought some of the monsters to Ooh. this arena to then fight them. So they are fighting for glory. They are fighting for the fight. In it for the thrills. In it for the thrills. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's their voice. <laughs> I'm kind of into it. What will be that H Grizzle? Oh, it's not very good though. It's only 38. Okay. It's because my legs are just big fingers. <laughs> and they're very brittle. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this slightly differently is how you do this. Because you know, oh. let's give more people let's give people more ways to play the game. I'm gonna roll and then determine how how good of a monster oh. this is. Okay. I love that. Ooh. Right. 
Oh, you got a, a, oh a gentleman's no. 19. That's half. Yeah. That's straight half. Oh, so that's 19. I have 19 left. That's how half works. Yeah, okay, I'm working <laughs> it out, mister. <laughs> Step into the into the arena. Crowds cheering. Longsword dagger. Yeah, I'm ready for this, though. In the pink plates, it's Cabra. And their opponent. All the way. From the shittiness reserve. <laughs> nope, the chittiness reserve. <laughs> Fuck. From the... Is that near the Ch Gary family? The, the chitinous... How do you spell? How do you pronounce that? No, it's chitin. Wait, let me just hear chitin. it. Yeah, chitin. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> I like the shittiness, though. <laughs> the shittiness glades. <laughs> I like it. All the way from the chitinous glades. It's the devourer. Oh, God. And this thing on six legs just is unleashed oh. from the gate, sprints forward and rears up, standing on its back two legs and its front four just spray out and then fshing, blades oh. come out of them. Oh my God. And it stares you down. Oh God. Okay. I think it's like a quick and dirty fight. So Cabra like rears back, like their hooves kind of like stamping on the ground in panic as they kind of bring the long sword up in a kind of parry to something that hasn't happened yet. This flash of panic. This is not one of the beasts that Cabra brought to the arena. And it takes them a second to settle themselves into center. And in that time, as they try and get a good angle, try and get back into the mindset of a hunter, this this devourer attacks and i think it rakes these long wounds across their torso parts of the plate armor come ding, 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 off like there's these big bloody scrapes down the flank i don't know the bits of the horse the side okay of the yeah horse no flank bits. is good flank is flank, good yep the flank let's go with uh, flank let's go with flank and i think that it's like a really like nasty battle and like it's not a graceful death for the devourer it's like a hack and slash and cabra is a little bit like yeah cabra is a little bit wide-eyed at the end of it a little bit like well fuck that wasn't like quite what i was thinking that wasn't the voice i did originally that was graveling but it's all right we'll keep it <laughs> we've got a winner folks cabra in a brutal battle takes down the devourer and takes over plenty sum of money as well. Uh, my voice is changing quite a lot. That's, it's a wandering accent it's, curse it's, it's, on it's, it, it's, it's, it's what happens whenever Gary DMs. The witch's <laughs> curse comes on and changes my accent halfway through every sentence. It's very good. It's very good. Okay. Oh boy. Oh no. 13. Again, returning. From their victory in the pink plates is Cabra, the centaur with the scimitar. It's not a scimitar, it's a longsword. Not a scimitar. <laughs> it's not Redacted. a scimitar, it's a longsword. The sword. centaur with the sword sword. <laughs> and facing Cabra, the great tusk. And out comes this um, hairy boar. Oh, with, okay. Uh, one big tusk, and then like some weird tusks over different parts of its body. Oh, oh, and okay. It very quickly starts running right at you. Okay, so I think this is like a bit of like um, almost like bullfighting, except that 
Cabaret's not taking like pot shots at it. Cabaret's just trying to dodge, but there's that kind of like the, the creature rushes forward and Cabaret kind of like has to like dance out the way. And they're sort of realizing that the, the wounds they took in that last match, they're really hindering them. They can't swing their arm as wide. They can't move their feet as quickly. Um, and they manage to get behind this creature after like a good while and they're exhausted. Like the sweat is like dripping down their body. They're missing bits of their plate armor. But they finally bring their longsword down into like the base of the vertebrae right down through like that key point that just kills it outright. What a kill from Cabra! The crowd goes wild! Wah! Can anyone stop this centaur on a stampede? <laughs> Probably. They look very hurt. <laughs> Oof. It's got a 12. Returning. Our champion of the fist. <laughs> it's Cabra. In the... Uh, well, they started out pink. They're now rather maroon plate. Yeah, Again. it's gone great. Against the bones of the beyond. Oh my god. And as he says this, hands sprout from the floor of the arena. What? Skeletal hands. And <gasps> this skeleton just pushes himself up <gasps> and out. And its bones all sort of come out bit by bit like... As, as it pushes itself out, it doesn't all come out straight, and then the bones just sort of come back together again and oh reassemble. Oh my god! And oh my god! These two bones sort of, these two long bones come out to either side, and it grabs them, and it stares you down with its hollow eye sockets. Oh my god! This is again not one that Cabra bought brought to the arena, and and I think it scares the living daylights out of them. They have never seen something like this, and I don't. I think it's a really short fight, and I think Cabra is actually just too scared, really, to get close to it. And like their longsword kind of k-dunk, k-dunk off the bone, and like it does, they don't know where to hit or how to how to defeat this thing. And it's this kind of panicked half fight before I think some of like the security in the arena, because you don't want any of the creatures in there to actually like get out, yeah. like rush in to like help the fight and to like take this thing down for Cabra. Mm-hmm. And Cabra is is out and and terrified and like trembling like a leaf when they're when they're done and my computer's just turned off or something no it just went very quiet for a minute and it turned the screen off that's it um and cabra is like trembling like a leaf when they get back into the pen waiting bit we've got a ruling we've we've got a ruling oh, oh. the ruling is the bones in the beyond was too i repeat too strong <laughs> as a result cabra is getting a bonus. <laughs> a bonus of money? But it is out of the competition. I'm, you know, I think that I'm just not gonna... No, that's Graveline again. It was just kind of like a surfer, dude. That's it. Okay, pull it back. <laughs> Don't push it forward. Um, You know, I think I'm just gonna quit out of this kind of, you know, fighting while I'm ahead. I think I'm just kind of done here. Oh, we can tell that. Let's bring on the next hero. <laughs> Yeah, Cabra's out. Oh, that was fun. Do you want to roll up another? But I think that was fun because I think what we showed is like the diversity that you can have within the game. So you could have like fights that go on for ages and then sometimes you just roll 38 health uh-huh. and that's not good enough uh, for a long fight. And I, I think that's fun. And also we've got about an hour's worth of a recording and that's generally how long our episodes are. Um, 
Gary, what did you think of the game? I liked it. I, I like it. It's, it's really good fun. It's okay. So I've been looking at a lot of games recently, mm. uh, especially now a game which we will hopefully be airing soon. Can I say that? Ooh, Gary, um, which is, this is a very very good game. Cheers! <laughs> uh, I'm very excited. Oh, oh, it's it, it's rule heavy. Yep. That mm-hmm. it's an intense game. And yep. you know what? This this is like when you've like finished like with something really heavy on your back and you like lay down your backpack. This is like, oh, mm. this is so easy. Would you say, Gary, that it's lightweight? Oh, yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I totally get what you mean. Yeah. It's kind of like a relief and it's got just enough guidelines that you've got a setting, you've got a purpose and a point, you have um, like goals to work towards and there's a good way of kind of scoring in the sense of, of you know, having your HP and then <laughs> having the, the arena fighting back against you. Um, and I was saying to Gary earlier that it really struck me like how many mini games like this uh, are almost kind of like guidelines for improv scenes and then you get like bigger games like fiasco for example which is all improv scenes you know like that's what it what it relies on which is fantastic um and super good fun we gotta play fiasco sometime that's great (laughs) um but i really really loved about this was that it kind of gave this setting and also because we were in tembra and i was like oh wow that really fits our you know our blood sands thing and it'd be a really great introduction for us as well to play these games that rely a little bit more on us and a little bit less on the mechanics for making certain decisions and yeah. certain outcomes you know there's also there, there is one word i think which really describes this from a so i'm a physicist from a physics point of view which is elegant oh which is it it has exactly what you need to play it yes in a really simple way but yeah. it allows you to do all sorts of things like there's nothing extraneous in the rules like, it doesn't go way too granular and get you all caught up in the rules. It gives you exactly mm. what you need, and it just yes. sets you off. And it's really nicely laid out. There's, like, a really nice background in it. It's easy to read. Um, it's it's just one page of rules, so you can really... I mean, as we showed, there's there's very few rules in that sense, so you can really play it quickly. There, there are a little bit more to what yes. we've... But we deliberately didn't want to, as we said, yeah. just kind of read this 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 author's whole pdf <laughs> on air um i'm like i said i'm gonna put the link in the description um it is pay what you want but we would recommend paying you know pay, paying for it because it's really well done if you can and um just to play it and enjoy it and we hope you enjoyed listening to this i loved crikey i think that was great and now we've got a good a good phrase for tembrin and yeah. that's a lot of fun i, I was i was a fan of Cadra. i like that aesthetic <laughs> thank you i, I really I do it was a little bit it's a little bit critical role caduceus clay but also a horse and i was i was very into that i will just say <laughs> yes yeah that's fair that's fair um but yeah thank you so much for for playing this with me gary well, it was really great fun th- thanks for, for having me <laughs> on uh, our podcast yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was really good fun and we'll have to pick up some more fun little games and and try them out yeah cool, cool. <laughs> Alrighty. well we'll see you next time in the main campaign or in one of the side yes. episodes or whatever episode you're listening to maybe you're only going to listen to this one uh in which case that's also fine Do as you wish, dear listener. Thank you for being along with us. Have a chill day.